podcast where myself and other women discuss the seen and unseen challenges and biases that women and girls face on a daily basis and how women in business are working towards changing this narrative. Hello everyone, today I am talking to Shaida who is a mindset and sales coach for women and also the founder of the Butterfly Charity. So welcome, Shaida. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much, Alice. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's a pleasure. We resonate on so many things. And I just think like you've got so much to give for other women, women in business, women who aren't in business, women who don't have that much property and possessions and things, you know, to to help empower them to live the life that will bring them true happiness. So, yeah, I just feel like what you do is really valuable. Oh, thank you, Alice. And I love what you do as well. And I feel like everything comes down to just us women being in our element and being happy in who we are. And I think if we can get that right, I think everything else just kind of fits in and follows. Don't you think? I absolutely agree with you. And, you know, throughout our lives, we've always been taught not to do that and to mm. put other people's needs first. And if we focus on ourselves, we're thought of as being selfish and uncaring and unkind. And, you know, it could be further from the truth. I think like if we are constantly putting everyone else first all the time, we then lose part of ourselves anyway, but also we can't give back. And for me, I feel like particularly as a mother, when I had my eldest, I was quite poorly after she was born. And it made me realise that actually, if I can't look after myself, there's no way that I can look after her in the way that I would love to do as a loving, nurturing parent. I just feel like we lose ourselves in the process of everyday life, basically. Yeah. You lose Alice, don't you? You lose who Alice is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you lose who Shaida is. And, you know, you need to be able to stand back and say, actually, this Mm. isn't working for me. I need to change what's happening at the moment because otherwise I'm not fulfilled. I'm not happy. No. And it's funny, we were just saying that because I was just saying to you how sometimes we can slip, although we know what we have to do. We know that. Once you know that you have to put yourself first and by doing that, everything else just gets better and you're able to give more. But there are, like I said to you earlier, like there are times when we do slip and we go back to that rabbit hole again of putting everybody else first and us being at the bottom of the list. And then we lose ourselves again. And that's what happened to me recently as well, Alice. Like I felt like I lost myself by just being at the bottom of the list. I didn't prioritise myself. Everyone else was ahead of what does everyone else want to eat? What does everyone else want to do? And then by the end of the day, you don't get to do anything that you want to do, or even like the little things of just having a moment to yourself. You just don't have time for it. And then you get that feeling of when you don't put yourself first or even like give yourself time, you go to that state of you don't feel valued. Have you noticed that, that you don't feel worthy? Oh yeah, I've I've noticed that so many times and actually I recently had an epiphany, um, Mm. well I say recently, it was probably about a year ago, year and a half maybe, 
that I used to feel like my husband did everything all the time. Even when I was Mm. sat down on the sofa breastfeeding the girls, (laughs) I felt like I wasn't doing anything. I I felt like it Mm. wasn't valuable, even though I was keeping them alive, you know, I was nourishing them and quite often not looking after myself in the process. Mm. But I actually recently had this epiphany where I thought, actually, I have over the last five years been building up this business making loads of connections with different people including yourself I've been creating content I've been working on myself like doing lots of healing and making sure that I eat food that is helping me to live a happy healthy life I also make sure that my daughters have everything that they need sorting out their timetable my timetable making sure that the flat is clean and tidy Mm. and this year so far I've done loads of decluttering because I've wanted to get rid of all the things that we just don't need anymore that's another topic on its own isn't it Alice decluttering exactly decluttering you need another podcast just for decluttering our minds and our things exactly yeah and and I think like particularly when we are self-employed and we are building Mm. our business and we have a vision compared to five years ago this business vision that I have is so vastly different because of everything that has happened within it and within myself I just thought actually my husband is absolutely wonderful I love him to bits and he is brilliant you know we have a very equal partnership but when it comes Mm. to him focusing on things he literally focuses on what he needs and what he has to do with his work because he's employed so he has to do whatever it is that the employer wants him to do whereas when you're self-employed you are more flexible in the sense that you do the things that you do because that's your choice not because someone else Mm. is telling you that you have to do it so I completely understand that and he's also the main earner but you know things like booking in the girl's dentist appointment booking in the girl's haircut making sure they've got correct shoes on making sure that their clothes fit them that is all down to me and I just thought actually I do a lot and I really 100% we do devalue ourselves don't we we don't count those things we think as if they don't have any value yeah because it's not bringing in money yeah exactly we're those things don't bring in income we're taught that being housewives well not how I don't like that that term's not great but being stay at home parents it has no financial value but actually saving the country huge amounts of money by being here and doing all of these things but we don't get paid we don't and because of that I think if we don't in our head we tell ourselves that and then that has a ripple effect as well and then we feel we don't feel valued we don't feel worthy and we don't feel like we're enough yeah and I think that's what it is isn't it and to be honest we are enough we are actually the top of they're in those cards if you stack up the cards we are at the top of those cards we literally we are the pillars without the pillar everything would crumble <laughs> we are the pillars of the family we really care we literally hold things up and I think and have you noticed our mood if mum's happy everyone's happy have you noticed that if mum's not happy the whole atmosphere changed <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Exactly. And I mean, I've got to the point now where I've had to focus on my cycle so that I know if I suddenly start getting really grumpy, Mm. it's likely that I'm due on my period and I'm hormonal and I Mm. am much more in tune with my body these days. 
and also I just feel like I can manage more when I'm doing the self-care that I do I try my morning routine I try and do the meditation I try and do my mm-hmm. my tapping videos because I've really got into tapping recently it really it's helping me a lot and also just making sure that I do my yoga and have a breakfast like when the girls were small quite often at breakfast time it was very fractious and they would need a lot of attention and I never sat down and had a proper calm breakfast so then that would set me up for the rest of the day feeling quite stressed and on edge because Mm. I'd woken up in that mood and now as they're getting older it's much easier to say to them actually I really need to sit down and I need to have this breakfast and I need to focus on what I need to do for me and then after that I will be in a much better position to focus on their needs as well Yeah, 100%. How do you do that then, Alice? Because do you, because I find that I have to wake, I wake up earlier than everybody else to have my, to get Shahida sorted out, shall I say. And just so I can, that's the only time I can fit it in. And I feel like if I don't get sorted out in the morning, it impacts on the rest of my day. Yeah, I try to get up before them. If I don't, then I get up and I get their breakfast ready. They quite often watch TV or something so that they can just be distracted. And then I will come back into the bedroom and I will lie down on the bed, listen to the meditation, then do the tapping videos and after that do my yoga but I also always take a vitamin drink that you have to wait half an hour before you can eat so Mm. I do that and then I know I've got that time where I need to focus on the things that will help me and then afterwards I feel much more able to kind of face whatever it is going to happen that day I love that no that's do you know what that's what it is it's like have you noticed the days you don't do that have you noticed your days are a little bit different yeah because the whole day's rushed isn't it if you don't pause at the beginning and do all of those things the whole day just seems like you're just catching up yeah absolutely I yeah and then everyone is out of sorts and I like you know days where I know that we're going to go away if we're going camping or something and we've got to pack everyone's stressed because the majority of the time I have to get everything ready whilst my husband's at work and then we have to park the car quite far away from our flat so he always has to go and collect the car and then I have to get everything ready to get in the car so now I've come to the conclusion actually that if we are going to go anywhere and we need to pack I'm going to make sure that my week is much more organized so that I can actually have at least a day to get everything ready so that it's not rushed or stressed. And then the better alternative is that they will be somewhere else entirely and be entertained whilst I sort stuff out and then <laughs> can collect them. Because when we're doing it all together and everyone's in a rush and everyone's stressed, that's when we all start falling out. And it's because I'm not able to manage myself properly. And yeah, but I think also, you know, like when you have those emotions and those feelings, it's perfectly valid. And like sometimes, like if I'm losing my temper, my eldest will say, mm. Oh, mummy, it's okay. Everyone gets angry sometimes. It's okay oh. like that. You know, she really understands people's emotions and she understands that being angry isn't actually a wrong emotion. It's it's an emotion yeah. to feel because nobody mm. in the world goes through life without ever feeling angry. 
yeah just a normal emotion and I think if we as women because you know like we would have been told that we were hysterical or lunatics or something if if we got angry because we were expected Mm. to be a certain way and we all have emotions and we have to be able to experience all of those wide ranging emotions that everybody has and understand them and acknowledge them and feel safe to do that yeah I love the fact that your daughter said that that it's okay like my gosh you're so grown up I wish someone told me that it's okay to feel that way rather than no you shouldn't be feeling that why are you being angry for and you know making it into a bad thing but yeah you're right those emotions we're going to have them and it's better to let it out than keep it in yeah and the fact that you acknowledge it okay I'm angry right now why am I angry because of this yeah exactly because otherwise we end up making ourselves ill because we're not yeah being being honest yeah because you're just kind of keeping it in and then one day you just explode (laughs) yeah that's what happens literally becomes a volcano one day it just literally erupts yeah. all of those feelings just come out but no I know I can totally relate to that whole when you're going somewhere the whole packing I, I don't enjoy that bit at all but what I've noticed is that your journey starts from the day that you book that event your journey of and it should be an exciting thing right so I made it for me I had to change that as well I had to make it now right it's actually an exciting thing packing is an exciting we're going somewhere that's what we're packing right so rather than make it rush 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 giving ourselves time and enjoying that process and not leaving it to the last minute I think that's where it goes wrong when you leave it to the last minute it becomes stressful and just giving it time so you're taking time to do that and that is part of your holiday process it's part of the holiday excitement yeah I agree. i've seen it that way don't you think yeah the moment absolutely. you book your event that's it the holiday starts from there it's that build-up and we should enjoy all of that yeah and we can enjoy it we can enjoy it just need to be yeah. organized with the diary organized. Mm, no definitely and with ourselves as well no 100 percent agree with you there So Alice, I was going to talk to you about the charity project that I have in Bangladesh. Yeah. So again, the reason I started that off is I went through a period of darkness myself. All these things that we talked about, like putting ourselves first and thinking that we're worthy. I never knew any of that. I didn't even know it existed because I never saw it. My mum never put herself first, ever. I never saw her do it. I never saw her sisters do it. I never saw my sisters do it. It was just never in my, like, I just never saw it. So when you don't see it, you don't know it exists. So I went through my whole life just putting everybody first. And Shahida was not even on the list. She's lucky if she's at the bottom, but sometimes she's not even on that. And I don't know why. I think we were made to think it's selfish. We did something for ourselves. It's like, hang on a second, you're not going to do something for the kids. You're doing something for yourself. Like, that's how it'll be, it'll be judged straight away. Like, we did, like, I organized a massage, say, for instance. Oh, you're not going to do something for the kids. What about the children? <laughs> and it was never modeled to me. So I never knew that it was a thing. And it was only when I went through a period of depression, because there was so much going on in my own personal life at the time. I had to turn inward. I was made to turn inward. And I was made to, somehow I fell in love with Shahida. And that's another topic on its own, like falling in love with yourself is just another whole topic. Again, I didn't know that existed either. I never knew what loving yourself, like doesn't that sound really, in when we were growing up, that would sound so weird, right? Like, loving yourself, what do you mean? Like it was never, again, it was just never a thing that I ever thought about. And I never thought about associating it with myself. So I had to like who I I was I had to go back to liking all my flaws Alice like all the things I hated about myself during while I was growing up while I was a 
little girl all the things that I thought other people hated about me which is actually not it's actually me hating it because I'm I was hating it I was mirroring it to the world so it's just projected back to me and all these stories that I used to make up in my head some crazy stories that we used to make up in our head which were not true at all and it's all because I never appreciated the person I was created to be as you know I'm religious I never appreciated what God made all I saw was flaws and I looked in a mirror Alice all I saw was there was nothing good I didn't see anything good in the mirror and I had to love every single part that I hated about myself that wasn't easy that was really difficult and I was listening to this podcast but at the time I think well, I think her name was Lisa Nichols I don't know if you've heard of her, her podcast and she was saying that the first thing she did was look in the mirror and said I love you Lisa or I like you Lisa and I thought oh that sounds so weird but do you know what I'm going to give that a go <laughs> I did that and I looked in the mirror and I said I said alhamdulillah because I'm grateful for what I see in the mirror and I did that every day Alice I said I looked in the mirror and I just pretended that I liked what I saw because it wasn't real although I said oh I'm you know I feel beautiful or I like what I see or you know I love this part of me I was just saying it for the sake of saying it but I didn't feel it I didn't mean it and then one day magically I looked in the mirror and I actually saw beauty. Oh my gosh, that actually looked really good. And it was only when I started liking what I saw in the mirror, that everything changed for me. And every day I saw more and more beauty in that mirror. It was like I'm seeing someone else. It's like I saw another part of Shahida that I liked. And every day I felt like Shahida just became more and more beautiful. And it's just so magical. From the beginning, I didn't see anything. And the moment I saw beauty, guess what happened? People started complimenting me. They're like, oh, you look really pretty. Oh, you look really beautiful. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never heard those words before, Alice. But isn't it strange when you love who you are and you see beauty in you, the world sees beauty in you. The world mirrors what you see. And I would hear it everywhere. And I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, that's nice. Like, I, I'd never heard that before. Throughout childhood, throughout thinking, I never heard beauty to my name. I never even associated it. And because I didn't hear it, I didn't believe it. And it's really weird because now that people are saying it didn't impact me. Well, if I heard that when I was like, then I needed to hear that. But because I inside liked who I was, that external validation didn't really do anything for me. It's almost like it's a bonus, but I didn't need it because I was happy in myself. I was happy with the way I looked the way I felt and everything that I got outside is just a bonus I didn't need it I didn't need that validation and then because I saw beauty in myself I kind of now got that out of the way because then I wasn't every day thinking about oh my big thighs or my nose or my you know all these little things that we don't like about ourselves and dwelling on them I didn't think about that fact I got rid of that part of thinking now that she just fine her looks and everything that she's you know she doesn't have to waste time dwelling on that I focused on more important things and the story about the charity, how that happened. Once I found love in myself and everything, I thought I had more energy to focus on other people as well. Because I, then I thought to myself, there's more women out there who are probably going through what I'm going through and a lot worse as well. They ha they've got nothing. They're relying on their husbands. And these are women in rural villages in Bangladesh. They don't even have an income. They don't even see value in themselves. So get beauty. They don't even see value in themselves at all. And I remember when, you know, that period of time when I was going through darkness, no Rohingya was going through crisis and everybody was fleeing from Rohingya to Bangladesh. So what I did is I went on Google, got a picture of these women who are fleeing with their children. And I put that as my screensaver on my laptop. And that was to remind me every day that doesn't matter what I was going through, whatever problems I was going through, that was big for me. 
they're going to feel so much worse. They're trying to live. They're trying to save their children. They're trying to survive. And when I thought about that, then I thought, oh my gosh, my problems are like minute. They're literally nothing. They're like the size of an ant compared to what they're going through. So every day I would open my laptop and I would see that image. And that would refocus me into appreciating what I have. And gratitude was another thing that helped me get through it as well. And then I thought, you know what, I want to help people who are in that situation. I thought to myself, what can I do to help women? And I had no idea about this charity at that time. The seed I had was I need to help women somehow. So I need to think about how can I create more income so I can give back more. And my plan was just to give 20% of whatever I earn to the women in Rohingya or these disadvantaged women. So charity was just an idea. And it's funny that everything just comes from that one idea. And not in a million years did I think I would create what I've created now. I didn't think little Shahida, little old me, would be able to do that. But what happens with an idea, Alice, is that you don't need to do it on your own. People miraculously come and help. All we have to do is take one step forward. And the second step miraculously comes. Then we have to take the third step forward. And the fourth and the right people came into my life and they wanted to help and they wanted to help with a, without me paying them or doing anything. They wanted to help. And this charity thing, the reason it was called White Butterfly Charity as well, I used to see white butterflies everywhere when I was going through everything. And I would see them when I'm in the park. I would see them when I'm driving. Even they were in the dual carriageway. What is a butterfly doing in a dual carriageway in front of my windscreen? Like, they were there. I don't know why I felt like crying or something. I don't know. So what happened was I love hotel bathrooms. And I thought, I want to feel that all the time. I don't want to just go once a year or twice a year to a luxury hotel and feel that. I want to feel that all the time. So I really, I planned it and everything and I thought oh my god I'm gonna get my wife a lovely beautiful egg bath and beautiful bathroom with a walk-in shower and that would be my sanctuary and the builders did everything all the designs were done everything was done and then what happened was there was this voice inside me I don't know what it was it was like there's women out there that are struggling in Bangladesh who are going through abuse who are in darkness and they have nothing I can get my bathroom my bathroom will come but right now I need to help them so I use my bathroom money Book tickets to Bangladesh, left my children with my sister. That was another thing in the same I was, but my family weren't happy with that. Leaving your children to go and do this, you know. Um, but if it was a guy doing it, it would be a different story. But because if, you know, I'm leaving my children, it's very irresponsible. But I don't know, I had to follow this. I had this thing inside me, Alice. I had to follow it through. I was so determined. I had like this tunnel vision and I knew what I needed to do and I had to go and do it. So I did that, I used my bathroom money, went to Bangladesh. And we gave out sewing machines to women so they can have their own income by sewing clothes and for themselves and people in their village and then selling it so they can create income so they can actually pay for food and schooling for their children and just have that financial strength. Because I think as women, even if we have a little bit of money, it gives us that strength. It makes us feel like we're not relying on someone. It makes us feel worthy. It gives us mental strength, I think. And then we can handle people, we can handle abuse better, we can handle negativity better from a position of strength rather than weakness. And I wanted to give these women that. I wanted to turn the light on in their darkness. So we gave out sewing machines, we gave out rickshaws. There's this little bike where you carry people. Have you seen them? Yeah, we actually saw some in uh, London yesterday. Did you? Yeah. So we gave out those to the women who can't work, so the ones with babies. And what they did is they then, so they can rent it out to the men and get an income. So we gave those out as well. And we also gave toilets to the ladies in the tea garden because they didn't have any toilet. They had this little paper thing, a little hole in the ground and this paper thing around. 
very unhygienic and they would have to walk miles to get there and do their stuff so we create toilets for them so they can actually wash their hands and you know everything to have a door to close and have their own privacy so we did that and that's what, in a tea garden is where that butterfly that I saw, a white butterfly. And I thought, oh my gosh, like this butterfly is following me. And oh my gosh, Alice, the feeling that you get when you help someone out, that feeling, I don't think you can get it anywhere else. You can't, you, even your children can't give you that feeling. It's really strange. Like what I felt is way more than what I gave them. They're thanking me for what I gave them, but actually that feeling that I felt was something that I've never felt in my life. So yeah, I think just like giving women strength, giving women the opportunity to stand up on their own two feet so they can be the best version of themselves. And when you focus on other people or other things, you forget about your own pain sometimes. That's a shorter version of the story. But yeah. And then guess what, Alice? I got my egg bath. Can you believe? July last year. I've got to show, send you a picture of it so you can have a look. Oh, I got my egg, egg bath, walking shower, everything. And do you know how it looked like? It's magical, isn't it? It's not like I didn't get my bath and the bathroom came. Yeah. I got my bathroom. Yeah. It exactly. all just comes back to you. It does. And I think it is true when you give to others because I also do uh, breastfeeding support and I just felt it was such a privilege to be able to go up to the hospital and help women when they're at their most vulnerable and be trusted and be able to give back because when I had my eldest I was struggling and two of these women came into the room and helped me and my mum was with me and she actually called them angels and I just thought oh, I've got to do that I've got to give back as well because it was so invaluable I haven't been up since before the pandemic but I still support women on social media and I just feel like when we can empower each other and we can give the tools the correct tools like you've done for women to be able to support themselves and the whole toilet I mean the toilets is a whole podcast in itself because more people have a (laughs) mobile phone than a safe toilet you know and that is largely women who are Mm. ones that don't have safe access you know that's also something that's very close to my heart and it's a massive issue really in the world that we're so fortunate that we've got access to sanitary products Mm. I mean I use reusable pads because I feel like a it's much more comfortable Mm -hmm. less toxins it's much more eco and I just feel like I rather have that for myself but the fact that I've got access to clean water to be able to wash them every month and not have to worry about where I'm getting my water from For me, also, water is another whole podcast, Mm. you know, like we take it for granted all the time. We do. So, yeah, I think it's fantastic that you've been able to be in that position through everything you've been through to give back in such a powerful way and with your heart as well. Because when you do things with your heart, like, you know, most people I know who run their own business, they're doing it because they feel heartfelt and they genuinely. Mm. They want to make a difference they're not doing it because they want to make huge amounts of money or anything they're doing it because they genuinely want to make their own impact and make a difference and really share their own story and share themselves with the people they're working with so that they can create something authentic because obviously there's a lot of businesses and general things in life that don't have any authenticity and they're really no. shallow 
and for me I'd rather go into business with, with someone or buy from someone who has created something that they genuinely have the whole heart and soul is in them. Yeah, I agree with you Alice it, it makes such a difference doesn't it and also to run the business with your heart is so rewarding and I feel like you become a magnet at that day you draw more people into your business and it multiplies quicker because you're doing it from the heart I think anything from the heart you can't go wrong that's so true and yeah I think you know, the way you were just talking about the charity it is absolutely clear that it's from your heart and you have made a huge difference and I think that that creates such a ripple effect then and so you're not yeah. just impacting on those women that you've helped you're impacting on everyone who hears your story and mm. and they share your story and it just really does create so much more than you might have even intended you know yeah 100% like I said it was just a one idea and I didn't think it would be possible because we don't as women we don't do we? we we think we can't do this oh we won't be able to do that oh that's too big but actually it just takes one idea and you know what my main mission now is I want women to be successful you know the ones in the western world the one you know every woman to be successful and earn enough for themselves for their family so they can live the life that they want but also be in a position where they can give back so if every woman can be in that position where they're successful and they can give back can you imagine how many charities that we can create like I would love for everyone to have their own charity be in a position to contribute to a charity be it small or big whatever they want from their heart but when you live from up there it's just life is so much more abundant everything is so much more fulfilling and it's just a different way of life it's a different mindset and I think that if I can get women to see that get themselves out the way first because until you sort your inside out nothing's gonna happen in the outside world you can only go as far outside as deep as you go inside and I think you can then help those women become successful in their business imagine the you know the endless possibilities that would be out there for in terms of charities and giving back and I think poverty wouldn't exist if we all did that do you think so yeah absolutely yeah, that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. I've worked with children since I was 15, so I was a child myself. But I absolutely love working with children. And I've always felt like if I can instill those messages and be that person that teaches them about this change, I just feel like if I can work with children, particularly girls, and encourage them to feel confident with themselves and happy with themselves and grow up to be women who don't have the hang-ups and issues that I've always mm. had about myself and just know that they are enough as they are and that will always be enough and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks you know because there's always going oh, to be that one there that's it that's a that's a golden bit doesn't matter what anyone else thinks exactly. if we can get that through their head yeah because there's always going to be people who don't like what yeah. you do don't agree with you Mm. don't appreciate your value there will always and that's okay isn't it for the external people to do that yeah but we just need to know that actually our opinion matters yeah yeah how we think about ourselves that's the most important thing it doesn't matter about other people we can't control what they say or think or do yeah but we can control how we think and what we say absolutely and i think that's amazing Alice. i think we waste so much time trying to fit in and trying to be someone we're not just so we can be like yeah girls knew that actually the real beauty and the real gift is them they can be themselves and it's actually so much easier to be yourself than pretend to be someone you're not yeah 100% absolutely <laughs> 
anyway no. thank you so much for today you've been amazing it's been wonderful to hear your story you've been a brilliant guest no, thank you so much for allowing me to share on your platform and i can't wait to see what you do alice and i can't wait for my daughter to listen to some of the stuff that you're going to do in the future she's 11 at the moment so I think every girl needs someone like what you're doing. As a reminder, if nothing else, yeah. um, it's okay to be just you, just the way you are. It's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't okay. wait for that to happen. Thank you so much, Alice, and you have a lovely day. And you, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Farting Feminist Podcast. My mission is to encourage all girls and women to know how incredible they truly are. You can find out more about the work I'm doing at www.aliceclaverstories.com. Please don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family.